What's going on, guys? It's Bobby Andrews coming at you from RJA Sports Podcast. Today is Tuesday, January 15th. And let me tell you what, guys, it has been a long time since my last podcast, and I apologize for that. I've been super busy coming back to college. You know, holidays, I, I was just really busy. Um, didn't really have a whole lot of time. So I apologize. That's on me. Um, but, you know, we're getting back into the swing of things. It's a new year, 2019. So happy new year to you guys. Um, so let's jump right in. As I start off every show uh, on this day in sports. So on this day in sports in 1892, the first rules for basketball were published by James Nam- Namath in the Triangle Magazine. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry about that. James Namath published. Well, Triangle Magazine published the rules that James Namath made for basketball, uh, the original rules. And as you know, rules have been altered over time. But the original rules were published in 1892. All right. So we're going to go over a little overview right here, just tell you what the what my podcast is going to be all about today. We're going to start off with some hot topics here in a minute, then we're going to move on to some NFL football, then we'll head over to the association, talk about some NBA basketball, and to finish, we'll talk about MLB, the hot stove, what's going on in Major League Baseball. So let's hop in to some hot topics right now. Hot topic number one, Kyler Murray has just declared for the NFL draft today. He's been talking about it for the last couple days, but officially it happened to, I think it might have been yesterday. I think it was yesterday. Forget I said today, it was yesterday. Um, Declared for the NFL draft, Kyler, what are you doing, my man? Oh, that's so hard. That's so hard to watch you go to the NFL. What is he, like 5'10"? Like he can't even see over the lineman. I'm sorry, but Kyler Murray, you got to think this through. One... You could have a longer, healthier career in the MLB as an outfielder. Two, statistically, it's safer uh, by a lot. Three, you make more money. Some people are arguing Kyler's going to make a ton of money in the NFL, which I can see that happening. But at the same time, what are you really going to run that risk of getting hurt in the NFL? Over a, I don't want to say safe bet, but as an outfielder in the MLB, like, I don't, I think he's way better going off into Major League Baseball as an outfielder. Um, I mean, I've watched some of his, some of his highlights. He's, he's great. Let me tell you what, I, and I think the A's have been so loyal to him and patient with him. Patient is, patience is key. And the A's have been so patient and willing to work with him. And he just goes and turns around and stabs him in the back, basically, and says, nah, I'm, I'm going to the NFL instead. So I feel bad for the A's. He, I, my opinion, he messed up big time. Um, and I think, you know, I, and I just don't see a guy like him succeeding in the NFL. Although, you know, I didn't see Lamar Jackson succeeding in the NFL. And, I mean, he literally turned the Ravens season around. Um, You know, so, I mean, he could, Kyler Murray could be 
a great NFL quarterback, but I just I think go with I'm a Deion Sanders, a, a two sport athlete, played baseball and football. He even said, "Go with baseball. Go with baseball." He said that today. Oh, I just Kyler, my man. I know you're not listening to this, but if you somehow do, please go to the MLB. Obviously, my opinion doesn't matter to you because you've already made up your mind. Uh, Adam Schefter reported that there is literally no chance that he'll go to the MLB. He's, I, I mean, he didn't say that. Those words, I'm, I'm twisting his words, but Schefter reported that he's pretty much made up his mind. So. We'll see what happens. Kyler, I'm going to I'm going to say it one last time. Go to the MLB. All right, we're done with that. All right, on to the Australian Open. Not much to talk about. Just kind of started up recently, you know, tennis. Um just thought I'd throw it in there for cuz I don't want to go in depth really into the Australian Open just cuz it really really kicked off here. Here soon. So once it once it gets further along in the Australian Open, then we might start talking about it a little bit more. Um, but Australian Open is going on. So I was flipping through ESPN the other night, and it looked like the only thing that they had on TV was Australian Open. So couldn't even find Sports Center. Anyways, go out watch that. I'm sure as it progresses, it will get a lot more enjoyable to watch. I know I enjoy watching tennis on occasion. The big games, really, is what I enjoy watching. Uh, Then again, I I can sit and watch pretty much any sport. Um, But tennis, I know it's it's like golf for some people. But uh, go out and watch it. Next up in our hot topics is college basketball is picking up speed. Um, I watched the Duke and FSU game the other day, and uh, I mean, it was that was a fun game to watch. Um, I mean, two of the best teams in in college basketball facing off. That was fun to watch. Um, Duke is is really good. FSU put up a heck of a fight. And I mean it, it literally came down to the last second. Um I can't remember who made the the clutch three-pointer at the end. I think it was a freshman though. Um Yeah, I think he was I think it was a freshman on Duke. Let me let me look that up real quick. Let's see. All right, I'll get back to you guys on that in a second here. Um, I'm going to continue on with the podcast because I don't want to dwell on that. So, next up. I just thought I'd throw this in there because this is hilarious to me. Have you guys heard about the Instagram egg? It has, like, probably today, it definitely has, like, over 36 million likes. 
it be it 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 blew Kylie Jenner out of the water for most like Instagram post. An egg. A, an egg. I don't get it. I I don't get it. If I would have posted something like that, I would got literally zero likes. I. I mean. I don't get it. If somebody understands that, please. Please let me know how I can get over 38 million likes or something ridiculous. Um, that's just crazy to me. Anyways, so like uh, it was Cam Reddish. Cam Reddish hit the three-pointer with .8 seconds left in the Duke game to edge out Florida State, um, which was crazy. And they Duke was without Zion early because he got – Got like gouged in the eye or something. Um, also, ESPN, please talk to your sports broadcasters. I heard within the first two minutes of the game, Zion's last name pronounced wrong three times. Make sure that they know it is Williamson and not Williams. Just thought I'd throw that out there. Not taking shots at ESPN. Or their, you know, analysts and broadcasters. Just make sure you guys know his last name is Williamson. He is one of the top prospects, if not the top prospect in college basketball. Make sure you know his last name. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Anyways. Let's get into NFL. Um, Like I said, Oklahoma... Their quarterback and Heisman winner Kyler Murray declared for the draft. Um, already, I already talked about that a lot in depth. Uh, like I said, my opinion is going to the MLB. We're done with that, anyways. Saints versus Eagles. Now that game was Sunday night, I believe, and that was uh, that was an amazing game. I had so much fun watching that game. Um. I was really impressed with how the Eagles played through the first half and how they just they just shut down the Saints offense. And I don't know. The the Saints the Saints had like the most most points scored in the NFL or something like that in the fourth quarter. It there's some there's some statistic that's like that. Can't remember exactly what it is. Um, but the Saints scored, you know, they came back 14, they were down 14, came back and won the game. And that was like the biggest, the biggest deficit for a win in a champion or, um, what was it? A divisional game. I I can't remember what the statistic was. Uh, I think it was 14. I think, I think they were down 14. And the Saints came back, and it was like a record, which kind of surprised me because fourteen—that's that's only two touchdowns. You know, I I understand. I mean, two touchdowns is a lot, but I I don't know. I feel like you know, two touchdowns and a field goal, you know, like seventeen points or something like that would have would have been you know the record, but I guess it wasn't. Anyways, great game. Um. The Saints 
defense really stepped up. Um, Marshawn Lattimore, two interceptions. One of them, I'm a little iffy on because Alshon Jeffrey should have caught that ball. Um, so, I mean, it, I mean, he was at the right place at the right time. Um, but like I said, Alshon Jeffrey should have caught that ball in the last. I cannot believe the Eagles lost on that. That was crazy. I mean, I was rooting for the Saints. Um, just because, why not? Like, you, they're a good team. One of my buddies is a Saints fan. I was kind of cheering for him just because, you know, why not? My, I mean, I, certainly my Falcons aren't in it. And, you know, Eagles beat the Falcons in, what was it, the conference championship last year? I mean, Falcons should have won that game. Anyways, well, not going to dwell on the past. Saints beat the Eagles. Um, great game. Really, really fun game to watch. Um, the earlier game that day was Chargers and Patriots. I was very disappointed in that game. I was very disappointed in the way the Chargers played. I don't know. I thought the Chargers. I thought the Chargers should have won that game. But that's just me. Um, I just I don't I don't get it. I don't get how the Patriots are always winning. They always find a way. I don't know. It's it's just odd to me that Chargers didn't do better. They're a great team. I thought they I thought they would have gone to uh to the AFC championship. But I guess I'm wrong. Anyways, there were also games on Saturday. It was the Colts versus Chiefs, which come on guys, we all know who's gonna win that game. It was the Chiefs. Like I I that I mean that's all I have to say. It was thirty one to thirteen. Colts, you know, they're a decent team, but Chiefs, they have a legitimate shot to win the Super Bowl. Like they're they're one of the best teams in football. And then on Saturday as well, had the Rams beat the Cowboys. Stephen A is just has just been hating on the Cowboys, which I mean, you know, he's it, it, that's a that's a rivalry now. Is literally Stephen A versus Cowboys fans. And I think it's just so funny to watch that. And I agree. I, I mean, I agree a lot of the time with Stephen A. I think he's a great sports analyst uh, and a great broadcaster. That guy is right a lot of the time, and I really envy him, and I really look up to him. So I, you know, I've I've been on his side. I don't think the Cowboys are that great of a team, talent wise. They should have. I mean, they should beat the Rams. Like they they look on paper, they are a great team. They just can't perform for some reason. And like he said, it was, it's Jason Garrett. It's the head coach. A lot of people are saying it's it's Jason Garrett and that they need to need to switch it up. So uh, we'll see what happens. Um, Rams, I mean, C.J. Anderson and Todd Gurley balled out. Both had over 100 yards rushing. Great game for both those guys. Also, Rams have a legitimate shot to win the Super Bowl. I, I think in the Super Bowl, it's going to be the Rams versus the Chiefs. I think, although the Saints are a great team, you know, 
they they were losing 14 nothing to a team that's 9 and 7 and they're going to go up against a team who's 13 and 3 I just I don't know we'll see we'll see how it goes I think I'm kind of partial towards the Rams anyways just because Todd Gurley I that that man is a beast that man is an absolute beast. We'll see what happens. I think the Rams edge that game out. I think it'll be close, but they're definitely going to win that game. And I think the Chiefs not necessarily blow out the Patriots, but I think it is going to be a larger spread than some people think. Chiefs are a great team. I don't think the Patriots have a shot, but that's just me. Anyways... Let's see what's next. What do we have next? We've got oh, like the NFC and AFC conference championships. Um, you know, like I said, it's gonna be it's gonna be the Chiefs and Patriots and the Rams and the Saints. And I've already made my predictions for both those games. So let's move on to the association. Some NBA basketball for you. We have an MVP debate going on right now. And I just want to share my opinion. James Harden is going to be the MVP. Don't get me wrong. Giannis, great talent, great player, great guy. I think it'll it'll come around. Trust me. Giannis will win MVP. Not this year. Harden... I just, I don't know. The guy is, I think he dropped like 57, was it last night? But, I mean, he's going off. Like Harden, in my opinion, he he is the most lethal weapon in the NBA right now. He cannot be stopped. I, yeah, Harden dropped fifty-seven. He had, he had thirty-six points before halftime. Um, I, I mean, the guy's a monster, and I think you know this is just this is just James Harden. Like that's just who he is. Like he's just that good of a player. He is a difference maker. I mean, just hits it all day. Like he just nails shots. And I'm 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 watching some highlights right now. Some just step back threes, hand in the face, still just swishes these balls. Just goes right through the defense. I I don't know. I mean it was it was the Grizzlies. But I mean the Grizzlies aren't bad. You know, it's just James Harden is unstoppable. I think Harden edges out the MVP debate, um, and he will win the NBA. The I'm, the M, the NBA MVP. He will be NBA MVP. Sorry about that. Anyways, on to some trade talks. The Dallas Mavericks are looking to trade Dennis Smith Jr. Now I think. 
Dennis Smith Jr. is a fantastic player. And he's got great talent and potential. Um, so I think a lot, many people are interested. Many teams will be interested in Dennis Smith Jr. But we'll see how that shakes out. I mean, he's a short guy, but he can really get up. He's great athlete. So we'll see what goes down with that. Next, we got the Los Angeles Lakers are 3-7 and seven without LeBron since he was injured, I think, on Christmas Day. LeBron is the backbone of the L.A. Lakers. I mean, as you can see, the stats speak for themselves. LeBron, you know, he was the backbone, just like he is for every team. I mean, look at him with the Cavs. After he left, no hope. He is, he's the backbone. I, I mean, I already said it, you know, I, I say it once, I'll say it again. He's the backbone for the LA Lakers. For any team he goes to, he will be the backbone. So without him in the lineup, they've been a little shaky, 3-7. and seven. They have won some games, of course, um, but, you know, I mean, seven losses without LeBron in, the, in their last 10 games. They've lost seven out of 10 without LeBron. Speaks for itself. Anyways, next up, we've got some Major League Baseball talk about the hot stove um Manny Machado Manny Machado was offered an eight-year deal from the White Sox the amount was not disclosed I don't believe Uh, so we don't know how much money he was offered but the White Sox are very interested in Manny Machado as they should be good player don't think he deserves you know 300 mil but we'll see what happens Next, we had some some pieces fall into place recently within the last couple weeks. DJ LeMahieu went to the Yankees, Jed Lowry to the Mets, and Brian Dozier to the Nationals. I think LeMahieu to the Yankees is big. He is a great second baseman. Um, I mean... That's a that's a big loss. That is a big loss for the Rockies. Uh, that's all I have to say. Great player, great defensively, great offensively. The guy's just all around. He's a clubhouse guy. You know, he's a he's a difference maker. So him in the Yankees lineup, an already stacked Yankees lineup. Gosh. And you know, Drake Drake cursed Drake cursed the Red Sox. Him and J D Martinez hanging out. No. Jake, Drake, sorry, Drake has cursed the Red Sox. Red Sox, you shot yourself in the foot. Also, it's going to be very hard to beat this Yankees team. We'll see how it shakes out. Uh, But that begs the question, is Manny Machado not in the cards anymore for the Yankees after they've acquired DJ O'Mayhew? I think LeMahieu, he can play up the middle. He can play short and second, I think. So we'll see where he plays with the Yankees. Um, 
I mean, I think personally, personally, I think he. I don't even know what I'm trying to say. Well, Mayhew is sufficient enough for the Yankees. I mean, I uh, obviously, like this guy, he's 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 a good player. Um I mean, he's a good guy to put up at the top of the lineup, you know? Um I mean, you know, he was playing at Coors Field, so his numbers are a little a little elevated. But he's a great player, an all-star player, and I think he is substantial enough. Um, so I think he will Well, yeah, it's well. Mayhew, you know, he's naturally a second baseman, so I mean, they they've said that he can see some time at third and possibly even first base. Um, and I think Greg Bird actually just signed one year, one point two million deal. So Greg Bird will be playing first probably for the Yankees, unless of course they go out and make another deal. Like they've been very busy this offseason. So like I said, well Mayhew, I don't think Machado's in the cards anymore because they they got Troy Tulitsky too. I mean Tulitsky is Tulo has declined rapidly. But I mean he was a great shortstop. I don't know. We'll see what happens. I I don't know what Troy's going to do. Um, I guess he'll start it short. But I don't think... I don't know. Yankees, I think they need more at the shortstop position than Troy Tulitsky. If he doesn't prove himself, you know, what do they got? Didi's out because he's recovering from Tommy John. So they've been re- that's been a huge hit. To the Yankees. If they had D.D. Gregorius in the lineup. And. They. You know. If D.D. was playing short. And they also got D.J. Lemayhew to play second base. Basically what I'm saying is. Is if D.D. never got injured. Yankees are winning the World Series next season. Without a doubt in my mind. They are an unbelievable team. But DD's not. He's injured. And now they have to have Troy Tulowitzki in their lineup, who has not proven himself recently. He's been injured. We'll see if he can prove himself. I'd like to see him rebound. Great player. Um, kid, I, I, as a kid, I grew up watching him play. So I, I mean, I'd love to see him rebound. Anyways, that's enough on DJ Will Mayhew and the Yankees. Let's talk about Jed Lowry to the Mets. Mets are trying to improve 
offensively. I I don't know what the Mets are going to do. I don't think they have a shot to win the NL East. With with teams like the Phillies who have been getting very good, very good recently with some of their acquisitions. And the Nationals who you you can never count the Nationals out. So I don't think the Mets have a shot. Definitely third place. Definitely third place. I think I think Mets and Nationals are about neck and neck. So we'll see what happens. But I don't think the Mets are good enough. I think the pitching staff is great. Phenomenal pitching staff. Offensively, not good. And th- I mean, that's why they went out and got Jed Lowry, who is just a monster at the plate. So, anyways, talk about Brian Dozier to the Nationals a little bit before I finish up. Brian Dozier, always love that man. Um, great clubhouse guy, great vet presence in the Nationals locker room. Um, great clubhouse guy, you know. Um, sad seeing him, you know, move around recently. Um, but I mean. He was, you know, he's always he was always a Twins guy, so. But seeing him, seeing him go to a probably competitive team is 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 good to see because I mean Brian Dozier deserves more than what the Twins have given him, so happy to see Dozier go to a team like the Nationals, who is in a sort of competitive state. You know, they lost. Well, Bryce Harper's not out of the. Nationals still have a shot on Bryce Harper. That I mean, no, no doubt about it. But if the Nationals don't get Bryce Harper back, I think he, I think, I think Bryce Harper improves the Nationals. Without him in the lineup, without his presence, that will cause the Nationals to like basically not be as good. They will. Mets will replace them. Mets will go into. Mets will get the three spot. Nationals will drop to the four spot, and then we have the Marlins way down at the bottom. That's how I see it shaking out. That's if the Nationals. That's how I see the division shaking out. If the Nationals are not able to please Bryce Harper with a decent contract. So we'll see how Dozier does with the Nationals. Um, glad to see this hot stove heating up. Um, I want to see. I, I want to see the pieces fall. I want to see the pieces fall soon. I'm. I've just been sitting here tirelessly waiting for some pieces to fall. And I mean that those are these are three good pieces to see, especially with Mayhew. Like that was that I don't want to say that was big, but like it was bigger than what we've been seeing, you know. I want to see Harper and I want to see Machado. I want to see where that that shakes out. That needs to happen soon. Machado, Harper, I'm waiting. We're all waiting. Please make something happen. Please. Anyways, that's it. That's my podcast for you guys. 
Um, it's good to be back. It's been a while. I love doing this podcast, so I'm glad I get to do it again and talk to you guys. So, well, thank you guys very much for listening, and I will catch you guys, I think, Thursday. Don't quote me on that because I've been a little shaky on my promises. You might hear from me Thursday. Don't hold your breath. Might happen, might not happen. 50-50 chance. All right, I'll see you guys later. Bye.